This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Thousands of screenwriters went on strike uh, overnight after six weeks of negotiations for a new film and scripted TV contract uh, came to a stalemate. Now, the existing contract between the Writers Guild of America and the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers includes a lot of heavy hitters, uh, Netflix, um, NBC Universal, Amazon, Apple, Disney, Sony, uh, officially expired at uh, midnight, which kicked off um, the walkout. Uh, writers have been seeking a major overhaul in compensation for uh, streaming residuals, as well as higher pay overall. Now, one uh, already knows the impact of uh, Hollywood here on Vancouver and on British Columbia. We are, of course, Hollywood North. Joining me now to talk a little bit about the strike and the impact on BC's film industry is Amy Lang, president of North Shore Studios and Mammoth Studios. Amy, Amy, thank you for joining us. Hi there. Thanks for having me. So what impact do you see, and are you seeing any impact already here in Vancouver? Uh, Well, it's certainly a little bit early to kind of define the exact impact. Um, But it will really vary on two things, Uh, where our current productions are in their production cycle. Mm -hmm. Um, Are they further along in the writing process? Are they ready to go to camera? You know, certain variables such as that. And and then again, obviously, as long as, as, uh, long as it lasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mentioned some names uh, off the top in the introduction, uh, Netflix and Amazon. Streaming has played such a significant role uh, in, um, in the production in regards to how we consume uh, media today. How much of a role is Netflix and Amazon, Apple Plus, what kind of, how much of an impact are they having on the local production scene? Well, absolutely a large impact. I mean, certainly they are a significant portion of our production service volume here in B.C., um, which we recognize, and but we understand that a disruption to their business model, um, you know, which was probably delayed by the pandemic because of the huge um, surplus of demand for content in the last couple of years, is now kind of coming to light in their negotiations. So certainly more complex than it was when they were uh, when when they were at strike mm-hmm. when two thousand seven and eight, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, absolutely, it plays a part. Um, I'm curious, um, when I was thinking, and this is me aging myself, I'm thinking about the old days of television where writers would work on, let's say, a hit show, and, and uh, hopefully it one day would hit, I think it's 100 episodes, and it hit syndication, there would be residuals, uh, you know, when you think of older shows like Cheers and, and, and many other shows um, that have hit that mark, there would be residuals for writers. Uh, does that happen or, or that's just a, it's a different funding model now with streaming where they pay you once, once you've done what you've done and there, there are no residuals anymore? Yeah, and I mean, that's absolutely what they're talking about. And so it is, it is a formula and calculation that I know that they're both trying to figure out to see what does it look like. Um, also, when they have different metrics to measure a show's success, so it's necessarily not who's, who's tuning in on the night of the air date, it's 
who's tuning in, who's watching the show in its entirely, and lots of other metrics that are very unique to the current business model that I that they're working through and trying to figure out. Yeah, I was I was reading uh, a little bit on you know when we, when we think of television and ratings and viewership, you think of one night what who, who was watching what last night, but now uh, you know you could be watching it in the traditional way. You could be watching it on your phone or your computer screen. You could be watching it four days after the fact on your PVR, and you've mm-hmm. got to somehow I guess. Um, uh, calculate all of that and decide who's watching and how much someone should be compensated by. I'm very curious in regards to this ever-evolving and changing world, in in regards to the competitive nature of television and movies, how is Vancouver faring overall? There was a time in my early reporting days where Toronto was spending a lot of money on tax credits. I'm thinking probably 2008, 2007, that sort of area, maybe a little bit later than that, 2010 or 11, really trying to make a mark in the movie business. But there are many other states in the U.S. obviously that are also trying to compete. Where do we sit and how are we competing overall in regards to other um, uh, jurisdictions when it comes to attracting and keeping television movie production? Uh, You know, great question. There's certainly a lot of factors that make us a very attractive uh, location. Tax credits are one of them. And, you know, as an industry, we want to make sure we keep our eye on, are we competitive in the tax credit landscape? Uh, I know that there's uh, lots of people who are focused on that every day. And, but there's other, you know, pillars of why, why Hollywood wants to come here. One of them is proximity to LA and that's a great uh, value add. We've got a deep and experienced crew base, which we continue to add to. And we have lots of purpose-built facilities, which makes it easy for them to do business in BC. Could you build a studio today based on our land costs, uh, our density challenges, our housing challenges? Could you build a North Shore Studios today? It would certainly cost a little bit more, that's for sure. <laughs> well, that's one of the things when you see, uh, you know, the studios in Burnaby, you see North Shore Studios, and and uh, I was hearing some uh, someone was mentioning to me recently they want to build something similar out in Langley, and there's always those types of um, conversations. But uh, it, it is uh, part of it is I think just one of our challenges, I guess, is going to be land costs as well if, if this industry continues to grow and expand. Mm-hmm. It's a mature industry in BC, and. Um, you know, it's really a long-term play, and it's been a it's been a long, you know, strong industry for the last thirty years. So, those investing now are are probably not looking at the next three to five years. They're looking at the next twenty-five to thirty-five, and and you know, seeing growth and and then going forward with development. Do you expect this strike to go on for long? It seems to me just, and this is me just reading up as much as I possibly can on it. Is it seems that these uh, differences are quite entrenched. It's not one side or the other, and negotiations always occur in these things, and you have to be patient. But these differences are not just small and philosophical. Uh, they speak to a, a moment in this industry where you could almost be coming up with a new formula to compensate writers, new formula in regards to the business of TV and movies, because technology is changing things so quickly as well, uh, with streaming services as well. Is this one of those moments where things may be entrenched for a while before they come to some sort of solution? You know, I'm hopeful that I think they see that while they are, you know, philosophically very new issues that we're dealing with, have the business model and is one, you know, um, I think they also realize that these negotiation contracts are, are shorter term in nature, three years. So, you know, the expectation to turn the Titanic on a dime, you know, is probably not the expectation and that they'll come to some agreement quickly 
to at least move it in the right direction for both sides of the party. Mm-hmm. Well, fingers crossed. I love my streaming services. I love a great story, Act 1, Act 2, Act 3, and I wouldn't be able to do it without those writers and those streaming services and many other productions as well on, on traditional television and movies as well. Uh, Amy, thank you so much for your time. No, you're very welcome. All Thanks right. Thanks for having me.